Greetings, amigos, and top teners everywhere. Welcome back to another edition of Top 10 with Kyle and Mike. I am your co-host, Kyle. Opposite me today, as he is every week, is your co-host, Michael. Now, he's looking very different today. Most of his hair is gone. We are entering week two of quarantine, week three for him, I think. And so, <laughs> in need of a haircut, he did it himself. Now, very importantly... Right next to your co-host, Michael, is our social media maven and one of our very favorite guests, Caroline. Caroline will be joining us today. She has a top 10 list prepared. I do not know what the list is. I don't know if Mike knows what it is or not. Regardless of who knows it and who doesn't, we will be discussing it and then vigorously debating before re-ranking. And at the end of this episode, we will have arrived at a definitive version of that top 10 list so what are we talking about thank you kyle for that splendid introduction uh and you know i just want to make one quick amendment you were noting about my haircut so this is a quarantine haircut but my barber is actually the lovely lady sitting next to me uh my fiance caroline I think it was probably the closest we've ever been. I would say emotionally. It was a pretty romantic moment. It was. Although, yeah. although I do say it was the most, uh, the closest we've ever been. This morning, I had a tummy ache and you rubbed essential oils on my belly. So, yep. I don't know. Maybe that was closer. Um, you didn't say nani, 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 but you did rub my tum tum. This, this quarantine is really bringing us to a new level yeah. of closeness. I'm picturing, a, y'all have seen Ghost, right? I have not. Ghost? With pa- with Patrick Swayze? No, what's that all about? Is that a Hayao Miyazaki? No. No. Oh my god. So Ghost is a, it's a classic love story of uh it's Patrick Swayze and oh, oh, Demi Moore. Oh, oh. oh, are you talking about the the clay scene? The, I did, I didn't know that was the movie you're talking about. Yes. I it's know the, the clay, clay scene, scene, but <laughs> it's the clay scene, but it's Caroline behind you rubbing oil <laughs> on your stomach. <laughs> it's <laughs> fantastic that's actually really good so because my head sort of looks like clay yeah right, now, right. like me just spinning around and her holding my tum tum wow kyle right. that's a hell of an image sorry listeners that's probably disturbing yeah, for you at home but that's a good image apologies yeah <laughs> what what's the topic what are we talking about today all right well so before i start i just want to mention that although I've been on the pod multiple times since, the last time I actually put together my own list was probably your fourth or fifth episode ever two years ago. So I am ready for my really? big comeback. Yeah, my school for my f- useless uh, school u- knowledge? Yeah, useless school knowledge was my only um curated list. Wow. Yeah. That's so stunning. It's a big night for me. Damn. Square peg meet round hole. Triumphant Sorry, return. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So to my list, um, this topic came about because my dear friend Michael over here likes to joke around and say that my favorite genre of music is movie montage music. So <laughs> like happy, I don't even know. You'll, you'll get some examples later in the pod. Um, but basically I really love music and I really love when it really helps, like, tell the story in a movie. So, my list this evening is best curated movie soundtracks. Now, give us the caveats, yeah, baby. Yeah, so we've got lots of caveats here. Um, so, 
<laughs> a, this list is only going to be movies that I've seen, which means that it's going to be um, pretty biased, pretty niche. Uh, <laughs> That's what we it do It will though, be on very different than any um, best soundtrack list you'll find on the internets. Number two, this list does not include original soundtracks or any scores. So my list will be made out of completely curated songs with the exception of some of these soundtracks have like one title song that was made for the movie. Yeah. But that's okay. But otherwise previously released music that was compiled for the soundtrack of the film. Got it. Yeah. That. Hmm. I've already got a couple in mind. I'm sure on your list as well. Excellent. There is one that immediately comes to mind that I'm imagining you're thinking of. That's I got to assume I, so I knew that this was, this list was coming and I'm aware of, caroline's taste in film i have to assume that i know number one and i imagine that it's exactly the movie you're thinking of because there's number one is like the best is so obviously the best i'd be surprised if we were thinking of a different movie yeah if you know anything about my taste in movies in culture in general then you can probably guess a lot of the movies on this list let's just say han solo is in it and it's not star wars (laughs) Wow, I sure am excited because Caroline has fantastic taste in most things, but I feel like our movie tastes don't necessarily line up, and so I feel like this podcast will be one part me being like, I do love the soundtrack to that movie, and like five parts, or nine parts, me being like, wow, I need to go watch that movie and enjoy the soundtrack. Wow. Hmm, Kyle, you really are a gentleman. But that's very sweet of you. But I feel like you've probably seen most of these, honestly. I, I'm very excited about this. I can't believe it's a shame that we waited two years uh, to get you back on here with Drone List, but it seems that the wait, uh, it'll be worth the wait, is yeah, what agreed. they say, I think. Right? I think you're That's right the about phrase. that. Yeah. I've heard them say that before. People are, <laughs> people are saying. Yeah. All right, Linus, number 10. All right, let's kick it off with number 10. So this is one of my all-time favorite books and movies. Um, this is The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Whoa, number 10? Holy mackerel. We might have to debate vigorously. I don't know. So within each ranking, I'm going to talk about some of the highlight artists slash songs mm. that are featured on the album. Um, maybe some fun facts. Maybe some stats on like critical acclaim. And maybe some, or in every single one, I'll list my favorite scene that involves one of the songs mm. from the I album. wonder what this one is. <laughs> okay, so Perks of Being Wallflower, this was this uh, movie came out in 2012. However, most of the songs from the soundtrack are throwbacks. So a lot mm. of 60s, most. 70s, 80s songs, most, I would say. Um, some good, like, 90s grunge music, too. Yeah. So there's... A lot of David Bowie songs, a lot of the Smith songs. The best scene, in my opinion, which I think everyone ha- who have seen this movie or read this book has to agree, is, of course, the tunnel scene. Um, so I'm going to – I got a little quote from the book that will give listeners some background on the scene without kind of – well, I guess it does spoil stuff. But So the quote is, this is happening. I'm here and I'm looking at her and she's so beautiful. I can see it. This one moment when you know you're not a sad story. 
you're alive, and you stand up and see the lights on the buildings and everything that makes you wonder, and you're listening to that song and in that drive with the people who you love most in this world, and in that moment, I swear we are infinite. And in the scene in the movie, Heroes by David Bowie is playing, and they're driving through oh. this tunnel in Pittsburgh, uh, all like Titanic style, and it's just, man, it's a tearjerker. It's beautiful. It's amazing. It really encapsulates everything like that a soundtrack brings to a movie. I will say that song is so... It's like one of the greatest songs ever made. And so using it in a movie scene will automatically boost the quality of that scene. So you have to really make sure that you've earned it. And this yeah. is a scene that absolutely earns the right to use that song. It's a like a really incredible movie moment. 100%. And one of the things that I think is so neat about it is that for folks who had read the book, uh, and that, that was, that's... A lot of people will compare it to Catcher in the Rye. Pick pick a book, whatever. It's it's one of those books that a generation just really connected with. Like those Gen X sort of late eighties uh, to nineties kids just adored that book, and so people who had read that and were looking forward to the movie for a long time were kind of in suspense about what the song was because in the book it's just referred to as the Tunnel Song. Mm-hmm. You don't actually ever find out what the song is. And I don't know if they consulted um, with Stephen Shabosky about what the song should be, yeah. but it was the perfect pick. Yeah. You couldn't have picked a better tunnel song. Yeah, I do have a follow up fun fact. Oh, let her rip. Um, so I guess there in the book, Charlie mentions a ton of different songs throughout like mm-hmm. his accounts, um, and the movie did not necessarily use all of those songs that he had mentioned Ooh. in the book. So there's, like, online forums debating, like, what the real movie soundtrack should have been. Um, <laughs> that was pretty cool. That feels like a fun Reddit. Yeah. The only song I think <laughs> Who's that was, the like... author? Steven Shabosky. Release the Shabosky cut. Yeah. Oh, that would be fun. He came to ND, actually, and gave a talk. It was amazing. It was really cool. Hmm. Yeah. Um, what were some of the other ones? Did they Are they out there? Like, do you uh, know what they were? I didn't write them down. I forget, but... Damn. Well, that is a hell of a number 10, I got to tell you. Yeah, now in retrospect, that we might, I need maybe to debate vigorously to move that move up on my own list. So <laughs> we'll you, see. You know who else would put that higher? Imagine Dragons. They oh. fucking uh, love this movie. They sure do. That was, that was the, that's probably one of the best trailers yeah, of all time. So although that song was used in the trailer, it's not on the soundtrack. Yeah, which is weird. Which is a bummer because it's a good But song. It's, it's, I think we should allow it because it's connected. It's interesting and important, but I think it should be allowed because, like, I feel like that song really boosted them around oh, that time, yeah. and yeah. it's hard to think about that movie without thinking of that song. It was all that movie and our friend Fiona. Those were their earliest boosters. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. yeah, I just want to give one quick, uh, for folks who, who like this movie, and who may have trouble sleeping from time to time, there is no better song to fall asleep to than the song Asleep by the Smiths. <laughs> It's not, I don't think, about falling asleep uh, at night, but it's great to help you do that. I'll just say, it's it's very soothing in that context. That was actually a song that he had mentioned in the book that was also in the movie. I remember that, actually. I specifically remember that being one of the ones that was called out. Yeah. Cool. All right, dog. That's number 10. Number nine. All right, number nine, we've got Dirty Dancing. Mm. <laughs> so I actually have not seen this movie in quite a long time. It's more Swayze. This is our second Swayze reference <laughs> in the first like 10 minutes of this pod. 
If we don't do a ghost pod, we should just do a Swayze pod. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) He deserves it. Cool. So, Dirty Dancing, of course, full of hits. Some highlight songs. Be My Baby. Of course, Time of My Life, which brings me to the best scene. Wait, who sings Time of My Life? Does Uh, anybody know? Yeah. uh, Is somebody famous? No, it is. Hold on. Calculating. 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 (laughs) Bill Medley and Jennifer Warnes. Warren? Warnes? I don't know. Wow. Wow. I never would have known that. Yes. So, but I have a fun fact about this later. So. Oh. Yeah. So the best scene is, of course, the end when they do the infamous dance scene with the lift. Yeah. Ryan Gosling kills it in that scene. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And so the fun fact is that the producers had originally reached out to Donna Summer and Lionel Richie to record that song because this is actually a like made for the movie song. And they declined. Wait, hold on. So this song was written by like, you know, whoever put the score together by like some producer. And they offered this to them and they're just like, nah. And instead Mm -hmm. we got whoever you just said. Yes. Wow. Damn. Yikes. (laughs) Tough month. They would have been, I think, the only two black people involved in the making of this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. I got to assume, right? Yeah, I would think so. Jennifer Grey is um, the closest they got to black in this movie. hey <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, you so... You guys don't know something weird? Yeah, let her rip. I've never seen Dirty Dancing. What? Kyle! It's it's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit weird to see, um, what's her name, Bueller in, a, in another movie. It'll throw you off a little bit. I don't like that, but I'll, I, I suppose I could watch it anyways. <laughs> So this album had spent 18 weeks as number one on the Billboard Top 200 album chart. Whoa. Yep. Especially weird in a time when that mattered. Like now I feel like the weird (laughs) things can happen because, you know, I don't know how they do streaming all that, blah, blah, blah. But like back then, that's a pretty pretty big deal. Yep. And um, Time My Life was also number one on the singles chart for a while. I don't have the exact time frame, but yeah. So that's number nine. Anything All else right. to add, friends? Ready to move on to number eight? Uh, no. This is going to make a killer playlist when we're all done with this. Yeah. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. Luckily, we have some personal investment from our SMD. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that takes us to number eight. Um, so this is a little bit of an outlier um, compared to all of the other movies on this list this movie is called someone great and i highly doubt that either of you two have seen this movie i don't know if i've heard of it have i heard of it um it's a netflix original movie that came out last year okay um it actually got incredible reviews um it stars uh gina rodriguez the girl from um virgin yep something virgin diaries no no Uh, jane the virgin jane the virgin yep I mixed up Vampire Diaries. Yeah, and I like that. <laughs> I think I watched Virgin Diaries on HBO uh, at night one time. And um, Brittany Snow Stanfield is Stanfield her... is in this movie. Is he? You know what Lakeith Stanfield is also in? Everything. Everything. You, know what he's, you know what he's good in, Kyle? Everything. <laughs> Everything. Wow, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, so she... Dean Rodriguez. Did you um, say Jennifer Snow? Brittany Snow. Brittany, I'm sorry, Brittany Snow. She's the she's, she's the beautiful like, redhead from uh, Pitch Perfect who gets nodes, right? Yes, she's like the or noids. The noids? Be- no, nodes? Nodes, I nodes. think. 
Um, she's like the classic best friend. Yeah. So the reason she why... She feels like a good rom-com best friend. Yeah, she really is. Um, so this movie, like I said, is a Netflix original. It's super millennial, very trendy. And I, the only reason why I put this movie on the list was because I feel like all of the songs on the soundtrack are kind of like the voice of our current generation. Like Ooh. you listen to, or you watch this movie, listen to the soundtrack, and you would say, oh my God, this took place in 2019 absolutely like Hmm. there's no question which can either be a really positive or a really negative thing and it sounds like in this case it was positive yeah so just a little bit of like the storyline since no one really knows um so the main character is gina rodriguez um her long-term boyfriend dumps her because she like landed her dream job at rolling stone which is in san francisco and he was afraid of her success typical man pretty much but they live in new york so the movie is basically um start to finish her final day in new york she just got dumped and she's like living it up before she moves it's a great rom-com premise yeah it's in like the movie is kind of told through music as well so every single scene is kind of like tied in with a song whether it's like they're you know dancing in their kitchen to Lizzo like trying to feel happy after she got broken up with or it's like she's reminiscing about a memory with her and her boyfriend and like a sad like melancholy vampire weekend song is playing like it's just really really well done and I feel like every single scene you're like oh like especially as a 20 something year old girl I'm like I can picture myself listening to this song, experiencing these emotions with my friends in New York. Like, it's just such, like, a quintessential, I don't know, like, 2019 movie. It's so great. I like when the characters can hear the music that you can hear. I mm-hmm. think that's fun. It doesn't yeah. happen very often. It takes a little bit of clever writing to make that actually make sense. Yeah. Well, and to your point, Mike, like, there's something cool about movies that are that you rewatch and you're like, oh, this could be literally any time. Or conversely, like, there's something equally as great about a movie that could only have taken place in a very specific instance in time. Right. Yeah. There's there's a film that I don't know, and I won't mention it by name, because I Caroline has seen it, but only once, and I, she might not remember it. But um, that may or may not appear on this list, but that's a film that takes place in a very particular year. And I do know that the writer and director was like extremely strict about making sure that no song was on the soundtrack that didn't come out like at a time that the characters would be listening to it. I I think we both heard this on an interview on the Bill Simmons podcast and that was really cool and it really added to the film in that way because it, it really set the stage. Um, but in other films can be a little intrusive sometimes. And it can also be really cool when a movie uses music that makes no sense at the time. Like <laughs> the scene in um, the scene. And there's two that come to mind immediately. One is the Rick Ross scene in uh, Django. But the other one that I think is even better is the cat people scene in um, uh, Inglorious Bastards. When Shoshana is putting on her lipstick and she's getting ready to go to the cinema for the final showdown. And all of a sudden David Bowie starts playing and it's just epic. I thought you were going to say Knight's oh, Tale, but yeah, that's an even yes. better example. Yeah, we will rock you in A Knight's Tale is an all-timer. <sighs> wow. So yeah, sorry, we ended on Knight's Tale with that. This is not, yeah. You guys sorry, are, not our pod. Our, not our your bad. pod. All right. This is my pod, not your pod. Get your own pod. Get your own pod. <laughs> These are my slices. Get <laughs> yeah. your own slices. 
Um, okay, so just back to the soundtrack real quick. Some highlight artists include Lizzo, Lord, Vampire Weekend, Robin, Outcast, Frank Ocean, Haim. So some Ooh. of my personal favorites, I definitely give the album a listen. I definitely watch the movie. It's really similar to um, uh, Always Be My Maybe. I like that watched? movie a lot. That was, on, that was on our top screws list for last year. Just like a classic feel-good Netflix original. Nothing like it. They are really uh, taking up a lot of space on that corner. And they get it. I think they get what you're looking for. And yeah. it sounds like this movie is precisely what you were looking for. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that is my number eight. Well, uh, Carolyn, that brings us to a very important moment in the pod. Um, hey, can you cue those stanky beats for us? <laughs> Oh my, Kevin. Wow. Nice work. We're going to have to light one of our 5,000 candles in this apartment. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah. We have that a lot steak of candles. was two years in the making. It sure was. That was two years in the making. We have a lot of candles in this apartment, but no matches. Uh, I think that they're on the shortage list. We're waiting for them. Okay. All right. Let her rip, baby. Wait, is this where I mentioned honorable mentions or not tops? I forget. I'm sorry. Damn it. I'm sorry. Not tops. Okay. <laughs> Oh, man, it's been a while. I told you I haven't made a list since 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuses, excuses. All not right. tops. <laughs> so my not tops, it was really hard to think of movie soundtracks that are, like, bad. Yeah, yeah it's kind of a weird, so a weird one. So instead of having my not tops be bad soundtracks, they are soundtracks that did not fit within my mm. rules. So I have a couple of just <laughs> best original soundtracks. Mm -hmm. um, these are just... Top six that popped into my head, you know, there is probably a ton more that I'm not thinking of, but you know, that's not that list. These are just a couple. So we've got Sound of Music, we've got La La Land, we've got Stars Born, we've got Beauty and the Beast, and we've got Black Panther. Any else you can think of off I, the top of your head? I think, so I think it's interesting because we had a couple of musicals in there. So I think they're a little bit of their own thing. I think Stars Born has probably the, I, I think arguably the best original song in film history and probably the best original song in a movie like that actually comes from the plot of the movie itself and black panther is one of the is is i would say probably the best rap original album of all time like i don't know a, a movie that had a better accompanying so, hip-hop album so why does black panther not count again because it's all original music for the yeah. movie. So it's not like a compilation of songs that were already released. Mm -hmm. It's a little... So Carol and I were actually... That's... I For those who are listening now, uh, we cut out a reference I made earlier in the pod to this. But um, Black Panther is interesting because it has a score by Ludwig Göransson. But it also... Which is great. It's great. But it also has Kendrick Lamar produced a an album... Um, of original music that goes along with the film okay in that case one that i will talk about because there's like one or two songs that are songs that were just put on this but the majority of the songs on this album were created for the movie is the uh into the spider-verse soundtrack which is like one of the oh, greatest albums of the yeah. last couple of years in my opinion great call that's a terrific call and most of those songs were made for yeah the movie? I, yeah okay. yeah hmm. that movie's 
That soundtrack is incredible. Um, wow. And similar to Black Panther, it has its own theatrical uh, like composition score as well. As far as other soundtracks, I, don't, I listen to a lot of soundtrack music, but mostly the instrumental stuff, so I yeah, don't know. Same. I got one for us. Crazy Heart. So that one does, mm-hmm. that one also mm-hmm. violates the rule in that the movie, the music is um, for the movie and it's actually within the plot of the movie. But they, T-Bone Burnett produced that album and it's performed mostly by Jeff Bridges. There's some Colin Farrell on there. There's a, a Robert Duvall song on there. It's like, it's just that actually an excellent country album. Really, really well done. It doesn't fit the rules of this pod, but it's an excellent soundtrack to a great movie. Very good. Yeah. Do you have any other ones you're thinking of? I don't think so. I mean, there's the whole musical genre, which I'm not particularly well-versed in, but yeah. I'm sure we could think of some. I mean, I don't know. The Wizard of Oz would be one if mm. we're if that's, you know, that violates the rules, but which has an excellent soundtrack. Uh, oh, how about um Once? That would fit on this, right? Oh! Huge oversight yeah, on huge my Yeah, huge oversight. Part. Totally doesn't fit the rules of the bigger part of the list, but yeah, that's, that's probably number one for us, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. We're all, what do they what do they call us like you know how people who like glee are called gleeks like do we have a name those of us in the once fan club broadway maybe they babies. call us uh twice or thrice because we've seen Ooh, it so many times hey. all right hey shut up dylan you suck <sighs> i don't know about that mike that was dylan's fault <laughs> i'm yeah, also totally been spending a lot of time in the house so <laughs> my brain is starting to turn to yeah. yeah so i think that kind of concludes the not tops yeah so I guess I can move on to number seven. All right. Let her rip. All right. So oh, number, I just looked at the list. Good pick. Number seven, we have Almost Famous. Ugh. So this movie came out in 2001, but yeah. of course it takes place like late 60s, early 70s. Um, so all of the music is kind of from that time period. Yeah. Um, so some fun facts, um, some critical notes. <laughs> uh so the almost famous soundtrack was awarded the 2001 Grammy Award for best compilation soundtrack album. Wow! Yep. I didn't know that was a Grammy. Yeah, wow. I didn't fitting either. for this. Yeah, that is. Um, found that on the internet, so someone might have to fact check. No, well, it's fine. Wikipedia. Critical but. notes, baby. Yeah, critical notes. Um, the internet's always correct. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've heard. So just some highlight artists from the this album include um, Simon Garfunkel, The Who, Beach Boys, Elton John. Which brings me to my favorite scene of the movie is when they're all on the tour bus and they start singing, um, doing a sing-along to Tiny Dancer. And it's right when um, William starts following the band along and he's kind of like out of his comfort zone and he doesn't know what's going on. And like at that moment, you're kind of like, oh, he's kind of found his place and he's feeling his groove with the band. And it's just kind of like a pivotal moment in the movie, but really, really fun. What's the name of the band in that movie? It's something really stupid. Uh, um, um, uh, it's like Southern Motorboat or something. <laughs> it's like some. It sounds like something that uh, Andy would come up with. Um, yeah, this is a great pick, though. And also, uh, I'm sure people know this, but it's like a true. Do you want basic- me to tell you the name? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? Stillwater. Stillwater. Yeah. That's what it was. It's, it's kind a of a true story. Yeah, it's yeah, cool because it's, it's like a it's a semi autobiographical story of Cameron Crowe's life, which is just kind of crazy. Yeah. Um 
I don't know who the who was the real band. Is that Zeppelin? I'm assuming that's. I think it was based off of like a couple different okay. bands. I read that today actually. I thought. I don't know why I had Credence in my head. That might not be true. That, I mean, it sounds like it. Based yeah. on his experience touring with bands Poco, the Almond Brothers Band, Led Zeppelin, the Eagles, and Leonard Skinner. Oh, uh, Leonard Skinner. Yeah, that, that all makes Leonard sense. Leonard Skinner. The Eagle. That's a good uh, that's a good group. The Almond yeah. Brothers, uh, Led Zeppelin, Eagles, Leonard Skinner, and I don't know who Poco is, but yeah. the others are great. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's an awesome movie. The music really adds to that so film. Good. Like that's that's one that really uses its soundtrack so well. I own that movie and I've never seen it. I should watch it. Really? Got some time on my hands. Oh, yeah. you totally should. Uh, Doctor Manhattan is the is the main character in the or you know the the big rock star in the movie. Got young Kate Billy Hudson. Crudup? Yeah, Billy Crudup. Kate Hudson is in it. Um, I want to say I, mean, I might be making this up now because it's been a while since we've seen it. Is Philip Seymour Hoffman in that movie? He's in everything at that time. I even if he's not, it's a great movie, great cast. You would really like it, uh, and the soundtrack is fantastic. I'm here for good, it. Good pick, Linus. Thanks. All right. All right. So number six is an extremely biased pick because it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, number six is The Parent Trap. Uh, oh, my God. Yes. That's got a great this soundtrack. This soundtrack is bumping. So oh, I've got a couple like, already. So some highlight songs is This Will Be. Um, we've got wait, wait, can you, wait, 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 before you, wait, before you go, I want you to tell us what's happening in each of these because I because these associate right. really strongly with scenes for me. Um, so oh, shoot, this will be, I think that's like the uh, either the beginning or no, it's the end. I think, I think yeah. it's the end, that's the end. Yeah, how bizarre. I don't remember how bizarre I remember it being in the movie now, but I don't remember what the scene was. Um, we've got Here Comes the Sun. Oh, we've of course, got, that's when she's in London, right? That's when she yep. arrives in London. We've got There She Goes. There yep. She or that, I'm sorry, that's in London, right? That's they when she's in are. the car. Yeah. Yeah. Like and the statue winks at her. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And then she pulls up to her house. Oh, man. Oh, come on. You're missing. I'm looking at your thing right now. Don't forget Bad to the Bone. Oh, when they're playing, when they're playing yeah. cards. Yeah. Oh, Poker. Oh, it's so good. Or just the uh, the song that plays when they're doing the handshake. The yep. So that's, that's, so that's my best scene. Yeah, so that's my best bow, scene. Bow, bow. Um, which I think you hear that song and it instantly transports <laughs> oh my into God, the handshake. Yeah. Between yep. Annie and Martin. Yep. Um, <laughs> and my Annie, your butler. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so just like one of my favorite movies of all time. Yep. Just like brings me right back to childhood. Like any single one of those songs just will transport you. So I'm with you. What a great pick. I would not have thought pleasure. of that. Yeah, that's, but that's deserving. That's a really eclectic um, soundtrack. Because I think a lot of these films will end up, understandably, with like a pretty sort of tightly themed mm -hmm. soundtrack. But this is this is kind of all over the place yeah. in a way that's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. All right, should we move on to number five? Please. All yeah. right, so... Keeping us on task. This is nice. This is good to have have somebody who's a little more organized than us. Mm -hmm. Keeping it efficient. <laughs> um, okay, so number five is the only Christmas album that is on this Last list. Christmas was Amelia Clark and he Henry Golding? Oh, man, oh, should have been. Great. No, number Die five hard. is, of course, Elf. Elf this is a great soundtrack the perfect christmas soundtrack um a lot of the um songs and artists are kind of off the beaten christmas path um which is really nice it's very refreshing 
Also, there's just so, like, you hear these songs and you're, again, like the parent trap, you're transported to the scenes. Um, So, of course, when the song Pennies from Heaven is playing and Mm -hmm. Buddy is experiencing New York City for the first time. And he's, like, jumping across the crosswalk and, like, picking the gum off of the railings and, like, (laughs) running through. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) See? Um, Congratulations, world's best cup of coffee. You did it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I wanted to diversify the list a little bit and I think Christmas music really just did that. So that's a great pick. And I think you're right that this could easily have gone in many different Christmas film directions, mm-hmm. but I think this is the right one. Yeah. Also, we've got, um, a little Zoe Deschanel cover of Baby It's Cold Outside when she's singing Ugh. in the shower, which why is she taking a shower at the department store? I still don't really understand. She's poor Caroline. They shut off for water. So department stores have showers? My work has a shower, actually. Mm -hmm. A lot of places of business have showers. Hmm. All right, well. Get out of your ivory tower. (laughs) Or as Michael Scott, your ivory tower and your ebony tower. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that's number five. Yeah, great. I I really like that. I'm glad that we got a Christmas film, and I think you totally nailed it on the pick. Thanks. Yeah, you did, because you're right. Like, there are so many christmas movies that technically fit this list because they have curated playlist of christmas songs but this Mm -hmm. is one that kind of goes off the normal path for christmas music and as a result is extremely memorable for its music when a lot of christmas movies are not so yeah well done again caroline wow thanks excellent work thank thank you all right so number four i think we're at yeah okay that's right four i also haven't seen this movie in quite some time but made the list this movie is 1996's hit Space Jam. <laughs> so, so I just want to share a little behind the scenes for the listeners. So I was sitting in a chair about three feet from here while Caroline was sitting over here earlier this evening. And she was, I guess, just reviewing the list. And all of a sudden I heard, Y'all ready for this? And I looked over and I was like, is Space Jam on the list? And she's like, and I love Space Jam. And I love Space Jam. And then you heard, and you knew it. Yeah, then I was sure. Yeah, so this album has so many hits. I pretty much know this because I have a vivid memory of having the CD and have it being stuck in my dad's um, <laughs> CD player in, in his truck. That's amazing. So we listened to this quite a few times. So critic no- critical notes, um, this album sold enough copies to be certified as six times platinum. <laughs> um, That's incredible. And the this I don't believe I Believe I Can Fly was made for this movie. However, it earned R. Kelly's two Grammys because it boosted recognition of this song so much. Not that I would want to, um, well, whatever. You know. well, yeah, but, right. Yeah. He's he's canceled now. But he's canceled, but hey. At the time, though, no. good to know. Yeah, so shoot until you miss, son. We've got um, "Fly Like an Eagle" by Seal. We've got "I Believe I Can Fly." Wait, "Fly got... Like an Eagle" by Seal? Yeah, isn't that by the Steve Miller Band? That's what I thought. Oh, yeah, you think I think you're mixing it up a little I'm bit. That's the Steve Miller band. But that's I want to uh, do a quick Steve Miller band note because I heard <laughs> "Fly Like an Eagle" in the car. Um, "Fly Like an Eagle" by Seal. Yeah. The butt. What? 
Hold on. Hit play. Listeners, put it in the microphone. Sorry. Wait, is this like Sierra's and This is the only Fly Like an Eagle I know. Weird. Hip hop. All right, listeners, we've probably stolen enough of that music. Damn, I'm going to have to listen to that later because Seal's got a sexy-ass voice. No, that's a song by the Steve Miller Band. Oh, um, originally. Originally. Like, and I heard that in Father Bob's car on the way to uh, a baseball game one time. Wow. Yeah. True story from college. What? Yep. We were driving over to that weird-ass field where we played intramural baseball. and uh, Oh, I remember. Yeah, and Steve Miller Band came on, and I was like, what is happening in this car right now? Hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and of course, it brought us Space Jam. Everybody yeah. get up. It's time to jam now. Do your dance to the yeah. Space Jam. All right, all right, all right, all right. Hey, ladies! Yeah! <laughs> oh, man, that is basically a perfect film and basically a perfect yeah, album. Do you want to so watch good. Space Jam? Yeah, it's been a while. I, I think you should watch Space Jam. Cool. I love Space Jam. So that's number four. Oh, I just saw number right. three. Uh, do you want to do honorable mentions now or after? I only have one honorable mention. Um, Let it rip now then. Sure. So my do honorable it. mention uh, is another like hilarious personal favorite from my childhood. And that is, of course, the Lizzie McGuire movie. Oh. Um, Wait. Oh, how, does that count? Why not? Does, isn't that all made for the movie? No, it was just uh, no. what dreams are made of. That's the only... What, what real songs are in that? We've got... Um, a couple Dean Martin songs. That RuPaul got, song. Um, oh, yeah. You're right about that. Girl. Cover girl. Yeah. Work. Work, girl. Come on, girl. girl. Give oh. it a twirl. Give it a you twirl. Know, can I just say, there's only one person on this earth that I can picture <laughs> listening to that song without laughing. And it's, and it's Cameron. Mm. Yeah. Only person. Yes. We've got some RuPaul. We've got some uh, Hilary Duff pre-Lizzie McGuire movie. Why not? We've got The Tide is High by Atomic Kitten. That's a, oh, that's but that's I'm a holding great on. song. I am holding We've on. We've got uh, Shining Star by Jump 5. Oh. <laughs> Juliet by LMNT. Oh, my God. You Make Me Feel Like a Star <laughs> by The Bow Sisters, RuPaul. Uh, and then some Dean Martin on Evening in Roma and Volare. Volare, so, and I believe Avril Lavigne did a cover of Volare too for the movie, which was wow. excellent. Or no, <laughs> who's the girl who sings um the graduation song, Vitamin C? Oh my god, Vitamin C wow. did a cover of Volare for the Liz McGuire movie. Can confirm all of these things are coming directly out of Caroline's ass. Yeah, so I don't know if I need. Yeah. No, I know it's true. I remember. I remember Aaron got this uh, soundtrack on. Uh, CD when we were yeah. youths and yeah. like she listened to it a lot and mm-hmm. I happened to be in the room when right. it was on. Just of course, as it happens, same thing with me and Dawson's Creek. It just happened to yeah, be in the so room. I'm quite intimately familiar with that soundtrack, and yet wouldn't have thought of it for this list. So yeah. Caroline again slaying yeah. it. Excellent work. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> okay, so that brings us back to the main list. We've got number three coming in, coming in hot. Um, so number three is a movie that I was just blessed to watch for the first time last weekend. Can you um, just sing sing song? Come on. The one song. Come on. <laughs> I'm not going to sing Come on, it. just sing it's it. All, no, but I mentioned it in my description. Uh, okay. So number three is, of course, Boogie Nights. 
Oh, which man. I know you guys both <laughs> know and love quite well. So I didn't really know what to expect going into seeing this movie. Um, I had no yeah. idea what... Actually, I did know one song from the soundtrack, and that is Brand New Key by Melanie. But what she didn't know. What I didn't know was what was happening during that scene, <laughs> um, which was <laughs> quite interesting. Oh, which I was very interested. I'm sure you were, Roller Man. Um, oh, we also Ugh. decided that we want to take up roller skating. Yeah. Or at least I'm going to take up roller skating. That's and your takeaway? And, like, and I feel like <laughs> yes. ben, I feel like Ben Wyatt. Just picture a milady on the roller skates. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, overall, yeah. I think I expressed my opinions about this movie. I'd give the first, like, 70% of the movie, like, an A+, plus, the, like, middle par- portion, like, a B-, minus, and then the end, an A+. Plus. I got kind of bored in the middle, and yeah. I thought it was a little dark and scary. Really, really sad. But you get to see... Uh... Our boy Dirk Diggler's big old penis at the end, so it's you worth sure it. Right, exactly. Much like this podcast, hundred percent, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> Kyle, you really you get it. You get what the people are looking for. Overall, this soundtrack was incredible. The yeah. entire time watching the movie, I was dancing in my seat, um, like from start to finish. Uh, we've got. Uh, Wait, can I just? So you were just saying about the dancing in that. Uh, yeah. Like I think every single song on this soundtrack. It fits so magnificently with every scene. Like I had mentioned to you, and I know Kyle knows this too, but Paul Thomas Anderson was writing this movie when he was a teenager. This is his magnum opus. This is like his joy of his life was to write this movie. And it's so obvious in every scene how happy he was that he got to make this movie the way he wanted. And the song choices of every scene fits that. Like every scene is exactly the right song playing behind it. Yeah. Yeah, so just some song highlights. We've got Best of My Love. We've got Afternoon Delight. We've got You Sexy Thing. Sexy Thing. Is that got, cool in the gang? I think that's cool in the gang. Keep going. It's fine. We've got uh, some ELO. Oh, Everyone's sure do. Favorite Kyle, artist. Well, everyone but Dylan's, but <laughs> Kyle and I do love ELO. It's a Don't bring me thing. down, Dylan. Don't bring me down, Dill. We got some uh, Beach Boys. God Beach only knows. Boys, yep. We've got uh, Sister Christian, of course. Oh. Which I was blessed to listen to like five times on the way home from yeah. New Hampshire last weekend in the car. Yeah. I mean. I you- couldn't do anything. I couldn't talk. I couldn't be on the phone. I had to listen to him sing the song to me. You're it's welcome. Very romantic. You're very welcome. <laughs> wow. That's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That's a I movie moment right there. It yeah. sure is. Yeah. So that's my number three. Yeah, it's a great number all right. three. All right, all right. All right. Uh, shall I move on to number two? God only yeah. knows what all right, I'd so be without you. Number two is um, <laughs> quite a famous movie. Everyone has, I hope, has seen it. Um, number two is Forrest Gump. Mm. So this soundtrack, I didn't really... So I did a little bit of research before putting together this list. Um, of just like best movie soundtracks in general, mm-hmm. ignored a lot of the advice that I received from these lists. Um, however, Forrest Gump appeared on pretty much all of them, pretty close to the top of the list. Um, and at the time, I couldn't really think of any specific songs besides um, there's like the Elvis song. There's, there's some CCR the, on that, right? Yeah, there's some. I mean, and then I looked up the album and I was like, oh, I every single song is amazing. Um, it's a very so, lengthy album. Yeah, so there's 32 songs on oh this album. 
Um, yeah. And it, it's really cool. Um, I guess the director picked songs from like each decade that was um, obviously featured in the movie. Oh, cool. So it was really like well curated to fit exactly what was going on at the time. And also every single um, artist that was featured on the soundtrack is like from the United States. So it's very like wow. Americana album. Um, is there any Janis Joplin on this? Uh, I don't know, but it feels like there should I don't be. Know. All right. Well, that's. I'm um, just asking questions. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot time. of very representative music from the those eras on yes. this list, and yes. like most of these songs are pretty famous. Exactly. Uh, definitely some Skinnerd. Yeah. So we've got yes. some Elvis Presley. We got some Queen's Clearwater Revival. I got Aretha Franklin, Leonard Skinner, mm. Three Dog Night, Jackson oh, Brown, yeah. uh, Beach oh, Boys. Hey, fight through it, Jackson Brown. The Doors. For you, buddy. The Doors. Bob Seger. Garfunkel. Yeah. So wait, who? What was the door song in this? Break on through to the other side. Was it? Yeah. So it wasn't. That was, um, Kyle, if you were to tell me how I how you feel about me, is there anything you would say to me specifically about your fire and who lights it? <laughs> um. Anywho, yeah. So the best scene <laughs> I think from. This movie that really ties in the soundtrack is at the very beginning when um, Elvis is a house guest at um, Forrest Gump's house and he teaches him there. He plays the um, hound dog and since he's in his like leg braces, he can't really dance. So he's like doing the hip thrusters and like according to the movie, that's like how Elvis like learned how to dance was from forest so Mm -hmm. just like a really clever way to like weave in the song and pop culture into like the plot of the movie very well yeah that's that whole movie basically yeah that's good stuff yep yeah great pick what's the what's the song that plays when he's running it's not against the wind by bob seger is it what's what's the um i'm trying to remember I... It's something really fitting, but I can't that, remember now. That song is in the movie. Yeah, but I, I'm trying to remember what he's actually... I don't know. Uh, unanswerable questions. That could probably be answered pretty easily, but we don't want to spend our time Googling. Fair enough. All right, Linus, do you want to give us number one? All right, the moment we've all been waiting for. It's got to be, right? I like, got it. It's, it's got to be. It has so, to be. I'm going to type it in right now. Wait, before you even say it, I want to say what I think is so cool about the album you're about to say is that the songs are deep cuts. Like a lot of these a lot of these albums are such big hits and they're really well curated lists of hits, but damn. This next baby is a hell of a collection of like deep tracks. <sighs> Well, I hope that you're guessing right. I, we're guessing right. Come on. <laughs> give the people a So number be one it. is my all-time favorite movie. It is 500 yes. Days of Summer. Uh, good. Um, I, I had this <laughs> the poster to this movie on my, hey, in my college dorm room. I had the album as a CD before, you know, iPods became a thing. Um, so this movie came out in 2009. So I was a freshman in high school. You sure were, girl. God, you're gross. Um, So I was a freshman in high school, and I just remember (laughs) um, watching this movie, and it was the first time that I saw... Oh, you mean when we watched it together for the first time? I just found out, like, last week that the first time Caroline watched this movie wasn't with me. (laughs) I thought that that when we watched it together, we had this great experience of seeing it together. False. Wrong. Yeah. So this was, I was an impressionable 
14-year-old girl. This movie was the first movie that I watched that, like, didn't have, a, like, a perfect happy ending that I wasn't, like, upset with. Like, mm. I remember watching this movie and, like, the ending is... I don't want to spoil it for anyone yeah. who hasn't seen yeah, it. Yeah, you can spoil it. People should have seen it Whatever. Um, but I just remember, like, thinking it was so perfect even though it wasn't. And I think that was the first time I had ever had that experience while watching a movie or reading a book. So, And I think that was precisely the point. And exactly. a, good, a good testament to their execution that they could make somebody who really wanted a perfect happy ending to not get it and be satisfied with not getting it. Yeah. But back to the soundtrack specifically. So... The reason why this is number one is just because I think it did such an amazing job at really enhancing the storyline using music. And it, like, perfectly captured, like, every emotion that the characters were going through. And I think that, like, the songs, like, carried <laughs> carried those emotions with the viewer, like, way after the movie. Like, I listen to any of those songs and I feel the emotions that Tom was feeling. <laughs> and I, like feel the joy that they were feeling on that like happy day so sweet disposition specifically yeah so all of these i'm gonna go i have i'm not gonna highlight one of my favorite moments i'm just gonna go through a couple so every song in this is just perfect so of course you make my dreams the little montage that plays after um they spend the night together for the first time. And Tom is dancing around Ooh. the park. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just like that. Um, playing with all of like the cartoon, oh, the uh, cartoon woodland birds. creatures. The ball bat when he swings. Yeah. And like the flash mob. Han that Solo. Oh, it's the marching so band. Oh. So good. Another moment is when Hero by Regina Spector plays. Oh. And it's the scene where after they break up and Tom goes to Summer's party thinking that they're going to get back together. And it's like the oh. images of like what he thinks is going to Expectation. happen. Expectation. Expectations versus reality. And like the line is like, no one's got it all. And like that's just how it ends. And it like oh. fades to black. Oh, it's so heart wrenching. <laughs> suffering. Um, suffering. So much suffering. Yeah. Suffering. Um, as you mentioned, Sweet Disposition, which is kind of the song that like started all. Like that's the classic yeah. Sweet! Like, movie montage yeah. song that like really like encapsulates my favorite genre. Yeah. Um, you are the temper trap lady. Yeah. Um, a couple more when he's singing here comes your man at karaoke um, and then another really fun scene that i like is in the elevator when they uh oh. first meet and he's listening to the smith song and she's next to him and he's what's like, he listening there is to a light die by your yeah. side is such a heavenly way to oh. and he's like oh what and it's kind of cool because it was a smith song that like they kind of first bonded over and then throughout the movie like yeah. there's some other smith songs that play and kind of tie it all together which is really well done but yeah also while browsing the interwebs um i can't take credit for this thought but um i saw like a blog somewhere that kind of made note that they also weave it into the story like tom always wears like band t-shirts or yeah. um when you see like a snippet from summer's yearbook it's like a quote from a bell and sebastian song um and like they always like are having arguments over the beatles and oh i nobody loves ringo star <laughs> exactly so even like aside from the soundtrack like music is such like an integral part of this movie Great. That's a great thing to remember. I'm now remembering the fight. Like, that's actually one of my favorite movie fights of all time. Right. When they're having the fight in the record store about Ringo. Yeah. Because it's, like, so 
I think it's just so like evocative <laughs> of the petty bullshit that makes you fight with somebody. Like mm-hmm. you, when you and I fight at this point <laughs> in our relationship, it's not about things that are really fundamental to each other's person. Cause I think, you know, generally speaking, <laughs> we're both pretty good with that. It's just stupid <laughs> little shit like that. Like that's the kind of thing that people who have had a long history together fight about. That's what I like about that movie so much is that like, it really gets to what a relationship can be like when you mm-hmm. get past like the honeymoon phase. Yep. And the music is just haha an instrumental oh, part. Of that. Good one, Dylan. Dylan has made several guest appearances <laughs> on this part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah, this is always gonna be number one. Yeah. yeah I'm glad you guys agree. Yeah. No and, and there's no even if even if this were either of our lists, I think this would probably be number one. Wow. I mean I I think it's got all of the qualities that make a great soundtrack um you know it fits with the movie it's perfectly curated in terms of like length and Mm -hmm. variety of music and it's also you know kind of a good platform to discover music because i think a lot of the artists who are featured in film soundtracks like this don't really need a boost like elton john you know yes it's great that tiny dancer was featured in almost famous but that's more a feather in his cap but i think a lot of people needed to discover the pixies or the smiths Mm -hmm. and this was a really cool way to discover some of the more accessible music of those less accessible bands no doubt yeah uh i've got a couple i want to rattle off um that i you know i don't think need to be on the list on the list but i think i just want to mention uh most of them are pretty rocky uh, Remember the Titans uh, has got some great music. That's got some uh, James Taylor. It's got some CCR. That's a great. That's a great seventies rock album. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood has a great soundtrack. That's kind of all over the place. But the one that I ke- I keep listening to is uh, the Neil Diamond uh, brother whatever's traveling uh, revival. I don't even remember what it's called, but you know the one. What there was one other one I mentioned to you earlier, Caroline, that I I said I wanted to mention. Remember the Titans. And I just said that. You were texting no, at I the know. time. Uh, that was when you said that. Remember the Titans, that one. Uh, it'll come back to me. Those are two that I think. I can think of one I'm surprised you're not mentioning. Yeah, mention it. Maybe it's what, the one I'm thinking of. Like Goodfellas or The Departed? Like any kind of Scorsese thing? No, no, but that's a good mm-hmm. one. Goodfellas, I would have to, if you're going to do a Scorsese, it's got to be Goodfellas though, because after goodfellas he just reuses the same songs over and over and over and over and over again <laughs> so yeah goodfellas is a good pick what the hell am i thinking of i had i was just thinking of it earlier today you go do you have any others <laughs> oh I, wait, I got i got american hustle sorry american hustle that was the one um mm. that's got goodbye yellow brick road that's got delilah by tom jones um that's fantastic it's got Long Black Road by ELO. That was what I was kind of serious about. Yeah, sorry. American Hustle is very legit uh, in terms yeah. of great soundtracks. Continue. That's an incredible one. I had a couple others. One that I don't think counts because it's only a few songs, I think. Mm-hmm. Did either of you see Jojo Rabbit? No. no. We still haven't seen that, actually. That yeah, was our only one. You have to buy it on Amazon. Yeah, we're going to have to look for alternate ways to get it. W- we'll have to do uh, www.freemovies.europe.latvia.com. <laughs> well, you're not going to want to miss this one. And don't be alarmed if you start to hear popular songs that you know, but they're in German. That is supposed to be that way. Oh. Um, popular songs so, of the 40s, like 30s and 40s, or popular songs from today? 
No, so like Heroes by David Bowie, but in German. Wow, um, <laughs> that's awesome. Der Helding, uh, <laughs> I Want to Hold Your Hand by the Beatles. There's a couple of other songs, yeah. obviously 99, Red Balloons. Like oh, there's, uh, it's just like popular modern music, but in German, that's and it's awesome. really fucking cool. Taika is just a gem. It Unfortunately, it's not a full soundtrack, so yeah. I don't think it would quite count, but... Um, I listen to the German version of Heroes every day, I think, at this point, so (laughs) highly recommend. Two animated movies that have great soundtracks. One is Megamind, uh, just like Power Rock. Yep. Just a lot of Power Rock ballads that fit very well with Megamind's personality. Does it have Back in Black in it? Oh, there's a lot of ACDC. Yeah. But also a a good smattering of ELO, too, so obviously a big soundtrack for me. Everyone's favorite (laughs) band. I was just, I was just giving Caroline But nobody knows! Right, I was just giving Caroline our theory that everyone's favorite band is ELO and they just didn't know it. Yeah. A shockingly great album is Shrek. (laughs) Yeah! Shrek. Shrek, oh, it's got, it's got. Oh my god! Yeah, that was a that should, huge that should, like, oversight. Maybe legitimately be on the list. Oh, my, oh yeah, oh my god! Huge I'm pretty oversight. serious about it. It's got bad reputation. It's got, um, it's got I'm a believer. believer. Yeah. Wow, I am all star. So um, so. We were oh, just, god. we were it's just all. listening to the Shrek soundtrack. Yeah, and don't forget, of course, uh, Hallelujah. Yep. So I'm, I'm somewhat serious yeah, about no, Shrek. Yeah, no, that's legit. That should be on the list two more one is watchmen it's not Aww. for everybody but watchmen has a fantastic times there are changing playing over that funeral at the beginning is one of the best movie montages i've ever seen that's what i completely agree um simon and garfunkel sound of silence sound during of silence. the funeral in the yeah. middle of the movie <laughs> um else. yeah a lot yeah of <laughs> yeah it's pretty dark. Yeah, Sound of Silence in that is so perfect. Uh, Desolation Row. Like, there's a lot of really yeah. fucking good music on that soundtrack. And then, of course, the trailer music. A little, this, the end is the beginning is the end is the beginning or whatever by Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, exactly. Uh, big fan of that one. I don't know if it belongs on the list, but I love that no, one. No, but that's a legitimately excellent soundtrack. Yeah. A soundtrack that is recent and silly but I own the actual CD, and it was like one of the only CDs I had in my car during college, so I listened to it a lot, oh, is the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack, which uh, is just full of bangers. Uh, so no, that should probably be on That this. came up in my list a lot, or in my research a lot. However, I've never seen it. Okay, So couldn't, couldn't put it on my list. Caroline, you should watch it. Yeah. And cl- close your fucking eyes. Like, don't even you watch don't even it. Just watch. Well, I've, to it. I've listened to the soundtrack before, and... So I guess it's time to watch the movie. Yeah, it's also just a you'll enjoy. I think you'll enjoy the movie. It's, um, it's got some big Andy energy in it. <laughs> it's got it's got Bowie. It's got ELO. Mm. Sure um, does have ELO, baby. Yeah, it's got all kinds. Yeah, so I, that's one that if you had seen it, I think would belong high. But ha- since you haven't, we'll ignore it. I think that the ones I'm serious about are American Hustle and Shrek. Shrek yeah, and yeah. I think Shrek should go like reasonably Shrek's high. Gotta- get on the list so i think we i think we dump dirty dancing and someone great i'm okay with dirty dancing <sighs> i haven't yeah. seen someone great so i can't speak to it um we can dump i think it, it would be we can move it to although caroline balls. hasn't seen american hustle yeah oh yeah okay so forget it all right so forget it we're just gonna agree okay. that american hustle soundtrack is incredible let's just dump dirty dancing yep and then do you want to move shrek up to number four Yep. And just move everything back one? Yep. Kyle? Cool, 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 cool. I think that makes a lot of sense. 
All right, Linus, do you want to uh, recap us, baby girl? Sure thing. You want me to call you babe? Hey, wow. babe. Ew, hey, no. oh, yeah. I don't like that one bit. Yeah, I don't either. Okay, so. A lot of togetherness, Kyle. <laughs> so thank you guys for um, hearing my list uh, and vigorously debating it with me. Um, Skip the platitudes and recap the list. All right, here we go. Number 10, perks of being a wallflower. Number nine, someone great. Number eight, almost famous. Number seven, parent trap. Number six, elf. Number five, space jam. Number four, Shrek. Number three, boogie nights. Number two, Forrest Gump. And number one, 500 days of summer. Killed it. I'm speechless. That was so good. Thank you for putting this (laughs) list together and giving it that attention to detail. I'm very, very, very excited to start listening to all this music. I think we should get a Spotify playlist together as soon as we possibly can. And I think your next order of business after that is to come up with another list because you're really good (laughs) at it. And I think it's silly that we waited two years to have you on for two different podcasts. Especially because she does live very close to one of the (laughs) co-hosts. Very. Very podcast. Very close. Yeah. Arguably too close. Yeah. (laughs) Wonderful job, Linus. Thanks, guys. I'm very happy with my list. Yeah. You should be. All right, Kyle. I think everyone will be. They will be. Let's take it away, K-Dog. What do you got? Oh, yeah. Well, usually at this point of the podcast, I do some thank yous. The first mm-hmm. one always goes to Kevin McLeod, yes, who we do you, not Kevin. know, we do not know but him. whose music we have used for our intro and not top three music. And you heard it yourself. It's stanky as shit. Yeah, so stankalicious. Thank you, Kevin. Yep. And then you know right what his favorite band that, is, Kyle? Yellow. Hoobastang. Thanks, thanks Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> you know what his favorite outcast album is stankonia right. thank you dylan mike what's his favorite soldier boy song oh girl you stank take a bath <laughs> that's right you know his favorite soccer player is stankovic what else you got let's go who's his favorite uh, uh st louis cardinal of all time no that's rick not stankiel rick stankiel that's just stankiel <laughs> i was gonna say stank musial it's not uh, we're, it's, it's, rick, it's rick stank um, also a cardinal let's go yeah <laughs> um anyways thank you kevin we do not know anything about kevin's music no. taste usually then after that i will say thanks to my sister aaron uh, because she put our podcast art together you've seen how good it is if you want to see more of her fantastic artwork, Sant Design at Instagram is the place to do that. Damn right. And I would like to thank our delightful social media coordinator slash co-host today, uh, my fiance, Caroline Labranti. Caroline is in charge of our main social media platform, our Instagram, which you can find at top10km. The 10 is spelled out T-E-N. She's been popping off with some good content lately. Uh, if you want to reach out to us in another way you can check out our email which is top10km at gmail.com the 10 is also spelled out send us any notes suggestions tell us you want to come on the pod and i neglected to mention of course caroline has her own social media presence which maybe she can get actually a little color on which i always brush over because i forget (laughs) thanks i'm just going to plug my own photography uh little instagram slash website website just launched cmlphotos.com check her out what's your instagram cml.photos right yep yeah at cml.photos at cml.photos uh all right oh i almost just said somebody's full name there remember that person who 
John always says at. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, we don't do that. We don't um, do that. But there is a girl that John is interested in, which he always calls her at and then says her full name. Like he doesn't call her her regular name, he calls her at. Her Instagram handle, because he slides into her hair slides directly into her DMs. It's pretty hilarious. Um so that that's to <laughs> deal with our social media stuff. So finally, <laughs> while I'm sure you're listening, he's he really is a gem. Uh, while I'm sure you're listening on some <laughs> on some podcast app, if you're looking for another one, we are on the Apple Podcast app, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, pretty much wherever podcasts can be found. So Kyle, so Linus, those are the things that I would say. I think that's all I got to say, my friend. Those are the things. Those are the things. Those well, are the things. If you're keen, I would love to break up this uh, quarantine lifestyle with another pod sometime soon. Mike, my, my next course of action is to figure out which quarantine movie we're potting about. So I'll be okay. with you shortly on that. Yeah, let me know. I get it. I have to actually uh, ping our good friend Jerry to make sure he's got a topic ready to go. So I'm sure he'll, he'll be right Oh, up. fuck yeah. Yeah, we'll see what he's got for us. What a great day. Caroline Pod and Jerry in the shoot. Yeah, Jerry in the shoot, baby. All right. Well, Kyle, this was delightful. It's lovely to see you. All right. See y'all later then. All right. Sayonara. Peace. Peace.